Anything that can go wrong will go wrong at Kauffman Stadium for the Chicago White Sox. But honestly, it's not like things have been going great everywhere else. The White Sox lost to the Kansas City Royals 6-4 to on Monday afternoon. And Michael Kopech did not last long in a game he should have never have started. The White Sox offense continued to fail in critical moments as they just couldn't stay out of the double play. And can Cy Young contender Dylan Cease be the stopper in Baltimore? You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked On White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Locked on White Sox is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The White Sox are visiting their third city in three days. Hopefully it's productive this time. Uh, the Sox are failing to hit the long ball, but excelling at hitting into double plays. And why was Michael Kopech allowed to throw to even one batter on Thursday afternoon? State of the Sox, our White Sox are 62-60. and 60, Three games back in the AL Central as they continue to chase the Cleveland Guardians. There are 40 games left uh, on the schedule. Coming into the game, uh, on Monday, of course, the White Sox had the seventh best road record in all of baseball, uh, but they were playing in a stadium that has given them problems for many, many years. Kauffman Stadium uh, continues to be an issue for the White Sox. I mean, let's be honest, the Sox have a lot of issues this year, but Kauffman Stadium uh, continues to be that thorn in their side. White Sox lost to the Royals Monday afternoon, six to four. And I absolutely get the apathy right now that fans have. I mean, you've got a fan, however you need to be a fan. And after Monday's game, uh, I can definitely see it. You know, folks turning away from this team, uh, this team gives some hope, gives some excitement, and then turns in a performance like they had on Monday. Uh, and, I, and I get it. Folks are walking away. You know, I would like to think that, you know, I, I will always have an opinion, a point of view, uh, some sort of passion either way about the White Sox. But right now I get it. This team makes it very easy to walk away from. Uh, their offense is, is uninteresting, uninspiring, and absolutely ineffective. Uh, you know, and I can't say that about the entire team. Uh, there are players that possess the fire and grit uh, that we want to see, but the offense as a whole is boring. I mean, there were there were moments Monday where you just felt like you're 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 going to fall asleep uh, at what they're 
not able to do when they do get some base runners, and they had opportunities. We will talk about it in this episode. Uh, it's another game where they just can't get runners home in critical moments and go without a home run for the sixth time in seven games. Sox haven't hit a home run since the blowout loss to Houston last Thursday. Uh, so another White Sox game, another day of drama. Uh, this time, Michael Kopech was at the center of things during warmups. Uh, Michael Kope- he Michael Kopech did not look right. Uh, Benetti and Stone commenting on that. He looked like he was favoring his knee, uh, bent over a little bit, trying to shake it out, stretch it out. There was a meeting at the mound. Uh, we had trainers, we had cats, we had Larusa players, umpire. Michael Kopech was allowed to throw some warm-up pitches while the cast of characters uh, looked on. He did get the green light to start the game. Uh, he did not last long. So uh, we're we're going to break this down here. First pitch of the game after you know all of that that health scare and you know what potentially is happening to the leg. We've seen this happen before. I believe it's a different leg, uh, but he had a start. It was a Sunday a while ago where he just had to leave the game. He couldn't even start the game uh, because there was a, a knee issue. It seemed like it was the different a different leg. Uh, but first pitch of the game for Kopech was 88 miles per hour. Okay, that should raise eyebrows. Uh, that that almost is, you know, throw the towel in. Something's wrong with this guy. Uh, let's not push it. Cle- clearly, he thought he might be right, but he's not right. Uh, then throwing in the low 90s, very low 90s, issued a leadoff walk, uh, hit the next batter, Bobby Witt Jr. Still, he's staying in the game. He, he doesn't have it. Something is off with him physically. Um, 92 mile per hour fastball. I saw him hit the velocity is off. The command is off. The knee is, is obviously not okay. Hamstring knee, whatever it is. Uh, there was a bullpen call made. Eventually you saw cats get on the phone in the, uh, in the dugout. Everything Kopech was throwing was below the normal threshold. Uh, Salvi Perez punches one through the right side and the Royals score first quickly, one nothing. You had runners on the corners, nobody out. Kopech still not looking right at all. Walks Pasquantino, bases loaded, and that was finally it. Who would have thought it would be Kopech's knees, not his arm, uh, that would be the problem this season? I find it very odd that Michael Kopech was removed a few weeks ago after pitching seven innings, giving up zero hits and throwing 85 pitches and feeling great and looking great and probably was saying as much to, to Tony La Russa and Ethan Katz. He was taken out of that game because Kopech is valuable, of course, and that they didn't want him possibly overthrowing and blowing out his arm since he wasn't going to go nine innings anyway. But Kopech is kept in the game on Thursday after clearly having issues with his knee and hamstring during warmups. He's allowed to start the game when there are known problems. 
LaRusa watched Kopech throw a few pitches and trusted Michael Kopech when he said he was fine. So now you are trusting him and taking his word after he started the game throwing 88 miles per hour and walking the first batter. LaRusa still kept him in. The hypocrisy makes you cringe. Uh, just absolutely unbelievable. Hopefully everything is okay after some treatment with Kopech. Uh, Jimmy Lambert entered the game. Uh, Lambert, uh, you know, he had his time to warm up, but I'm sure he did not think, hey, first inning, I'm going into this game. Uh, Massey crushes a ball off the right field wall. Of a Kansas City only got one run on that. It was two nothing Royals. Still bases loaded, nobody out. Lambert issues a walk to score Kansas City's third run. Another run came across on a base hit, and then the Sox were able to execute a double play. Four nothing Royals, and honestly, it, it should have been a lot worse. Uh, in the inning, there were three hits, three walks, and four. Run So it's really a bullpen day at this point uh, as Vince Velasquez followed Lambert in the second inning. Velasquez uh, did a very nice job. Three and a third innings pitch, one hit, zero earned run, a walk and a strikeout. Uh, Justin Diekman came in to finish up the fifth. So, so far, all of Kansas City's runs came in the first inning. Uh, Lopez, uh, then eventually Graveman in the seventh. Uh, finally, we get to the eighth, and there was the other meltdown. So really, bookend meltdowns. Uh, although, Kelly, I just don't understand what's wrong with this guy. Uh, at least Kopech had somewhat of an excuse. Uh, Joe Kelly works himself into a bases-loaded with nobody out situation, hits two guys, then gives up a single. Now, can the Royals do what the White Sox would never dream of doing? Score runs uh, with bases loaded, nobody out. A Sox induce a ground ball. They get the force at home. Still bases loaded. Kelly walks the next batter. Uh, makes it 5-4. They took the lead on that. Uh, he departs and Ruiz comes into the game. Bases loaded. One out. Sack fly it. 6-4 Royals. And that's how it stood. Uh, the White Sox are driving everyone crazy with their inability to hit for power and habit of grounding into double plays. Uh, it's a recipe that desperately needs to change. More on that in a moment. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to create your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. 
to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. How about that offense? Uh, There wasn't much to it. Uh, Kansas City throwing left-handed pitcher Daniel Lynch. The Sox uh, saw Lynch uh, previously this season, and he did pretty well against the White Sox. Despite being a left-handed pitcher, I was uh, hoping that maybe the Sox had a plan in place since they already saw him. Didn't really seem like that was the case. First inning, A.J. Pollock was hit by a pitch to lead things off, so you got something going early on. Robert flew out to right field, and then Aloy Jimenez hits into a double play. That was a theme on Monday afternoon. Uh, Jose Abreu in the second inning walked to lead things off, so back-to-back innings with uh, the leadoff uh, runner on. Vaughn back after being hit in the face on Friday night in Cleveland. Vaughn hits into another double play, the second of the game. Uh, I was thinking, you know, after the second inning, this is going to be a long afternoon. Uh, Fourth inning, White Sox finally get something going and make some noise. Back-to-back singles from Jimenez and August Abreu. And Andrew Vaughn gets the Sox on the board, uh, four to one. Uh, Some two-out offense. Elvis Andrews hits one to center field that a diving Michael Taylor could not catch. And then he failed to go after the ball initially and just kind of laid there. So Sox scored two on that. It was 4-3 Kansas City at that point. Fifth inning, Sox managed to load the bases, but of course could not get a run across At this point in the game, there were seven hits by the Sox, all singles. They also had four walks. Seventh inning, Elvis Andrews uh, again at it uh, with an RBI double. White Sox tied the game at four. Sox had runners at second and third, only one out. uh, And then back-to-back strikeouts, and they leave critical runs on the base paths. Uh, At this point, After the seventh, White Sox had 16 base runners, nine hits, seven walks, and stranded 11 of them. Uh, That was it for the Sox, just four runs. This is the final line, four runs, 10 hits, seven walks, seven walks, uh, and they only scored four runs, two extra base hits, zero home runs once again. Again, haven't hit one since the series finale versus Houston last Thursday. And with runners in scoring position, the Sox were 3-for-10, stranded 11, and hit into three double plays. The White Sox are in their third city in as many days. I'm going to tell you why the Sox will get back in the win column on Tuesday. More on that in a moment. So the White Sox are in Baltimore. They went from uh, a rainout in Cleveland that... Uh, never have obviously a game that got rained out. Uh, they went from Cleveland to Kansas City and then now back to Baltimore. Uh, it's the start of a three game series. Uh, Baltimore, no pushover. They're five games over 500 and ahead of the Sox and the wild card uh, standings. A real surprise team this year, especially in the American League. And uh, it's just a, sh- it's a shame for them that they are in the AL East. Uh, Because their record, boy, they'd be right at the top of the AL Central. Uh, The Baltimore Orioles came into town not too long ago onto the south side. I was at one of those games, 
And Baltimore, they play really good defense. They've got an outstanding outfield. Uh, Mullins, I believe, in center field covered a lot of ground. Uh, Baltimore, they've got some young talent. And it's going to be an interesting situation for the Sox. Uh, in a ballpark they've obviously played in several times, but you know there's been some changes in Baltimore, particularly in the left field. They move the fences back, so it's a big outfield. Wondering if Aloy Jimenez will get a lot of time to roam out there, uh, especially after that uh, weird knee issue he suffered from swinging at a pitch, but he eventually did play. Uh, he might stay at DH. Uh, Dylan Cease is on the mound Tuesday night, and we need him to be the stopper. Um, this guy, I, I mean, he is just must-see TV. He's up there with Johnny Cueto, of course. They're both doing it in different ways. Uh, but Dil Dylan Cease, you know, he was supposed to pitch in the series finale against Cleveland, uh, and he was bumped now for this first game in Baltimore. Cease and the year. Uh, 12 and five record with a 2.09 ERA. Uh, last game he actually pitched was against Houston. That was that Cease Verlander showdown that did not live up to the hype. Uh, in that game, Cease went five innings, gave up six hits, uh, and three earned runs. Uh, Dylan Cease against Baltimore in his career, he is two and oh with an ERA of 2.00 and 29 strikeouts in three appearances uh, versus the Orioles. Uh, Cease last pitched against Baltimore uh, when they came in town. That was uh, late June, June 22nd. In that game, he pitched seven innings and gave up one run on four hits. So he's the right man at the right time. Uh, again, the Sox need to get right back on track. Uh, Cleveland is in San Diego. Uh, that's a team that could give Cleveland some headaches. But, you know, you want to take care of business. You don't want to necessarily rely on, you know, oh, you know, did Cleveland lose? Uh, you know, what, what did Cleveland do? Oh, it's okay. Even though we lost, uh, Cleveland also lost. The Sox need to take care of business. Johnny Cueto said it best recently. Like every game is pretty much a playoff game. You know, we need to bring the fire, the intensity. We need to compete. Uh, Monday's game against the Kansas City Royals, a team that's like 20 games under 500, but they play the Sox tough. The Sox also beat themselves. They shoot themselves in the foot over and over and over. And, and the way it started with Michael Kopech, Really should have never started that game. If you are seeing health issues and you are concerned about him and he is value to you, then you don't let him start that game. He did. It became a bullpen game. And now what kind of bullpen do we have on Tuesday? This is where I'm calling on Dylan Cease to not throw 75 pitches after three innings. He has got to pitch the contact. I know he's still going to be a wipeout strikeout pitcher. Uh, work fast. Work quick uh, and you can't let those pitches pile up because we need to rest that bullpen a little bit and boy it would be nice if the Sox uh, could just you know power through two or three home runs with some guys on you know make it a bit of a laugher uh, give give C some run support uh, early folks thank you so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine you can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast we are on Twitter and Instagram 
at Locked on Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Locked on White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen to Locked on MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and brings the biggest stories around the league to you. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will recap Dylan Cease's outing, hopefully be talking about a White Sox winner. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.